0: So, uh, this is going to be a bonus feature, and we've mentioned his name a handful of times, and he's probably responsible for at least one movie for every one of us at this table, uh, and more. bothering us, yeah. Um, so yeah, our good friend Jeremy's on, and we're going to talk about some spooky stories. I
1: guess. Yep. Yep. It's going to be about ghosts and cryptics and whatever else, uh spooky to us. <laughs> yeah, well, we should add it's
2: mostly personal experience, not just stories we found on Google. Um, and if it's not ones we experienced, it's someone that we knew that experienced it. So yeah. So definitely feel free to write or, you know, let us know of any stories you guys have as well. We'd love to hear them. Uh, who wants to start?
1: Well I'll start with the story. And I have told the story a lot, um, just because it's like a legit, like me and my sister, experienced this at the same time when we were kids. So I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna jump in. And I'm just gonna read it. I wrote it out a little bit because there's a lot of new details. I called my sister to see if she remembered anything, and she did. <laughs> she remembered a little more than I than I I did.
2: Okay, I think I know this story.
1: So it was a dark and stormy. <laughs> <laughs> was like, uh. Actually, it was. It was. Okay. So I was like six or seven at the time, and there, was, so and it was, there was a tornado warning. We live in Oklahoma. The power was out, so it was legit dark. Like the the power lights outside were out, the street lights and stuff. So every, it was dark. And if you didn't have a cellar, you get sent to the bathroom, <laughs> the tub. So me, and my sister, in the tub. Um, so the tornado sirens are going off. Me and my sister are in the tub and my parents are outside. <laughs> Just classic. like being from Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah. they're outside looking it's, at the sky. what you do. You gotta watch those naders. Yeah. And, and being a kid, you know, we're sitting there and it's getting hot or whatever and it's like, geez. so we get, of course, get out of the tub and run out to the porch where my parents were standing. and. Um, so at that time, my mom was like, you know, shooing us back in, go inside, go inside. And when we walked back into the house, so we had to walk through our kitchen, and in the front room, there's this chair. We walk through, we get to the um, front room because we have to walk through the front room we get to the bathroom. And there is a man sitting in the chair, glowing. No. <laughs> yes, he was, so he's like misty around him I couldn't see his face, like face, facial features. But it was misty and kind of a blue blue light. Yeah. Like he was glowing like a light. Obi wan <laughs> I guess. But so this is where I That's kinda, my worst fear is to
0: see
2: a spectral form is like the worst fully thing. fully formed. Oh my god. No, yeah well <laughs> see I don't
1: remember his feet. Oh, well
2: ninety nine percent form but uh
1: <laughs> Yeah, so we, this is where it kind of got foggy for me, for whatever reason. But my sister told me exactly what happened. She's like, we took, I took off running to the back <laughs> room. I didn't go to the bathroom, my my mom's room's right past the bathroom. We ran into the right bedroom. My little sister, she's like five or six. So I'm like six or seven at the time. And she remembers me saying, we gotta tell mom, we gotta tell mom. So, we come. I was just gonna run by, run past him, and we come back into the hallway. So his, her room's at the end of the hallway, and uh, we come out of the hallway. And about halfway down, he's a, he's appeared at the end, like the blocking us in the hallway. Like he's no. standing there in this hallway, standing, and we like to where I'm looking up at him. Like I'm that close, probably a yard and a half away from him looking up at him and my sister's behind me i i mean i don't even think i'm just looking at this and i can remember it clear as day it's like standing up just like i said misty glowing and uh (laughs) so what do i do i run past (laughs) him and leave my sister there i run out to see all i remember is running out to the the you know my parents and like you know, there's someone in there, there's someone in there. at first they were like, go inside." there's a tornado. I'm like, no, no, there's someone Go with the strange man. <laughs> there's <laughs> somebody in there. And my man? so my sister, I called her and Taking she said, tornado. she said, uh, she just kind of stood there and like was looking at him and she made, made out like a smile or felt like he smiled at her or whatever. So she's just kind of like edged by him, like, excuse me? Yeah, like, so
0: when you say you ran past him, so you ran, like, towards him and then, like, sidestepped Yeah, I was like, <laughs> around
1: him. No, 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 <laughs> just no, in case. I'm, oh, my god! That's brave. That's just, there's nowhere to go. We're Dude. So we are trapped. So we, like, stepped around, I did anyway, stepped around him, and she just kind of walked around and walked out. She said she felt kind of safe after that for some reason anyways my, we finally convinced my mom or whatever and we go back in and I, everything's ended and my mom sits us down and talks to us like so what do you look like what you know and we kind of explain what we could a blue-ish light and she thinks her because her dad would um, she's Native American so she believes in good and bad spirits and she you know there's a tornado and she believes that it was because he. Her dad used to wear a blue blazer all the time. And she I think he was buried in one. And she thinks that was his spirit watching over his children, you know, during a tornado. Okay. So that's what I grew up thinking the whole time. Um, but yeah, that's that's the biggest thing, and that's what makes me believe in ghosts, because me and my sister saw it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm gonna go ahead and tell my second one, or we want to go around. around. Yeah, I I have one similar.
2: Um, I I just I'll piggyback on yours. I uh, most of most of you know I grew up in California, moved here when I was ten. I'd say probably six or seven years old. Um, I had my only, you know, paranormal experience, you could say. I remember being very scared of that house to begin with, which, I don't know details, but apparently the house my family lived in before I was born had, you know, ghost encounters of some sort, according to them, that I don't know the details of, but um, I don't know. I don't know if I just somehow knew that or they gave me that vibe, but I was always scared of that house, and um, probably because my brother would watch scary movies and stuff, but uh, we shared a room at the time, he, he's like nine years older than me, and but he was around high school age so he was spending the night at his friends a lot so I'd be alone in the room. And I hated that. Like, one time I thought I saw E.T. outside in the window looking <laughs> at like, That's the kind of kid I was, just super crazy imagination. The beginning of E.T. is scary. Yeah. I was terrified scary. when you're that young, like, I mean, that's a horror movie when you're that age. But um, that same window one night, I was just laying there not quite asleep yet. I was looking and we had long, white, thin kind of sheer curtains and back then we were poor. We didn't, I mean, like I didn't have like central heat and air. I don't think we just had window units and stuff, but I mean back then I remember, hey, it's hot. Open the window. That's what you did. So I'd have the window open a lot and the curtains would blow and like I looked, I just remember looking at the window or the curtain technically. And seeing it blowing, but like it looked like the curtain kept going. And then the more I was like looking at it, it looked like a dress. And I was like, oh, I like, made out what it looked like a head and everything. And I'm like thinking, okay, that's not a curtain coming towards me around the left side of my bed. And I'm like sitting there, like terrified, like you know, like any kid would be. And I did the literal movie, you know, horror movie thing, and I pulled the blanket over my head and I heard like rustling, like what I. It sounded like my dresser, like doing something. And I was trying to think, I was like, who could this be in a big white dress in my room messing with stuff? And all I remember doing was throwing my blanket towards it, like hoping to cover it up to give me time to run, bailed, and went into my parents' room way down across the house. And I remember waking up in their bed, and I'm like, first thought was that was real. Like, I was hoping, you know, I would wake up and it was all a dream. But um, like you said, I told my family. My parents blew it off. My grandma didn't. She was very in tune with the paranormal. um, A lot of stories. But she went on to say she thinks it could have been one of my aunts that I never met, or maybe great aunt. I don't remember. Uh, But apparently, a couple people in the family saw a similar woman in a white, or what appeared to be a woman in a white dress, that they realized she had never met it was the younger people in the family and they think it was her wanting to visit the members of the family she never got to meet I don't even think I saw Ghostbusters yet at that time you know so like it's not something I was wanting to experience I definitely haven't wanted to ever since you kind of you kind of get excited by that stuff but once you really think you experience it you don't want that feeling again Um, other than that in that same house my dad always talks about this he was the one more or less haunted by this, but it's really funny. I had a basketball hoop that goes on a door. It was electronic. would always talk and stuff, and I'd play on it all the time. I'd play on it, like, after my dad was trying to go to sleep. You know, he got up early from work. He hated it. Hated it. Everything about it. And maybe this was him literally going insane. I don't know, but... I played on it for years until it broke, and I just would shoot on it without the electronic parts. Eventually, we just took the batteries out. It got to where you had to tape them in. It was just broken. So we took the batteries out. And then like probably months later after the thing's been broken and no batteries in it, my dad wakes up to it like talking and he goes out there and like we all heard it. Like we heard it going off and it was like probably one in the morning and he goes out there and he like wakes my mom up like this thing has no batteries in it and it is yelling, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. And he was like, either I'm crazy or this shit is haunted. Like it's like, I think it's haunting me. He will still bring that up. And, or your uh,
0: ghost aunt was in there dunking on him at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But I uh, that's, you know, Also,
0: another thought about the, like, because Eric, you said the thing about um, possibly being your, was it your grandfather? Yeah. 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 And then you said that could have been your aunt. Uh, and I had an ex that so she was visited by her grandmother, like, the night after she died. Yeah. So she saw, like, this glowing figure in front of her bed. And she told me that story and it freaked me out. I was like, oh my God. But I also, started thinking, like, you usually only see them, like, once. Like, in this like the stories you guys told, you probably saw them one time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. One time ever. Do those ghosts just show up, and they're like, these kids kind of suck. I'm gonna, gotta get out of here, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're not as cool as I thought they were gonna be.
2: I, uh, I guess it's like, they, they always, like... Or maybe they have, like, a limited window of time, yeah, and then they just... They spin it as, like, unfinished business ghosts have, like, you know, in <laughs> yeah. And they finish it, and then they get to, you know, transcend, but... Um, or us in, I guess. But, um, yeah, that's all I got out of it. I would have never known who it was. The only yeah, reason I kind yeah. of figured it out is my grandma said other people in the family
1: happened to tell a similar story that yeah, the same time frame. I, When my mom was 19, like uh, way before I was born. Yeah. He waited a while to visit you. But... <laughs> she thinks, my, like, my parents are all, or my mom's all about, you know, protective or,
2: or to counter what Jeremy said, maybe they watched to sleep all the time. That was the only time yeah. we actually caught it with our eyes. Yeah, caught <laughs> yeah. No,
1: no. Well, Or maybe both, they're like, shit, i got to be more careful now. Like, there's a the fight, fight or flight thing, and
2: we just bounced. <laughs> <laughs> like See, I, I like to think if I was in your scenario, like, brave enough to stare it down a meter away from it, like, I would think, okay, I'm going to plow through this dude, because if it's an <laughs> intruder, I'm going to hurt him. If it's a ghost, I'm not gonna feel nothing, you know? I always yeah. want to know if ghosts have a smell. Like, I want to
0: run through a ghost I... and, and take a deep breath and see if there's like ghost fumes or something. I don't know. <laughs> that, that
2: that like, didn't I cross my mind that. in my one encounter. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, like in movies, they talk about if it stinks or it's, it's really like cold yeah. or some kind of physical. They would say
0: demons smell like sulfur. Yeah, like, yeah. just burning sulfur. Some, some
2: sort of physical Demon. attribute to know they're there. Besides, the just yeah, seeing them. But... Nice ghost, like that yeah, we got to pass this to Jeremy. I'm sure his are going to be quite entertaining.
0: Uh, OK, so my very first experience with anything paranormal actually goes all the way back to um, San- when I lived in San Diego when I was a kid. And my parents and I were all eating dinner. I got, I must have been six years old. And my dad notices all our neighbors are outside on their like stoops and on their lawns and on the sidewalk and stuff. So my dad's like, hey, we need to go outside. We all go out, and we look up, and there's two triangular light patterns in the sky, like you see with like the, um, uh, what's that really famous one, like the Phoenix, Phoenix lights. Light, yeah. uh, kind of that same looking, like, it just, there's just two triangles, and then the, the pattern of lights kind of just go all the way around the triangle, and then it just disappears. And I remember that very vividly. Um, that was like the very first paranormal anything that I ever saw in my life. And then uh, later on, uh, I'm, we moved to Henrietta, Oklahoma, home of Troy Aikman.
1: Uh, <laughs> I shared
0: birthday with him.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, they, uh, we, we moved there when I was, like, nine, and the stuff didn't start happening in this house till right when my parents got divorced, and uh, this all kind of weirdly ties together in my head with me being, like, you know, already being a spooky kid and reading ghost books and, like, getting any kind of information i can from those old shows like sightings and like uh, in search of and all those types of shows and i remember uh learning about malevolent spirits and like poltergeist showing up when there's like emotional disturbances uh-huh. in the house so i was about 11 or 12 years old which i was an emotional wreck you know precuvescent, also a nerd so you know i got feelings and uh my parents are getting divorced. Um, I also have a new stepbrother who just shows up randomly without my parents ever telling me of his existence. And then I come home from school and they're like, hey, guess what? You share a room with this new person. He's like five years older than you. He's going to beat your ass every day until, you know, he moves off and goes to the military. So I'm living with this crazy person in my room all of a sudden. And he's always, like, trying to scare me and stuff. Like, he's constantly just pulling pranks on me and scare me. So he brings a Ouija board home and i remember that was one of the this is all around the same time so we get the ouija board we're always always messing with it like going to our den and i'd invite friends over um weirdly enough my older brother his best friend had died in a car wreck and somehow you know obviously it's probably my brother but he would speak in his dead friend's voice through the ouija board and we'd ask him questions which is uh, real fucked up when you think about it now uh-huh. but it scared the crap out of me when i was a kid so that happened, and then um, we went to a, a person's funeral that I kind of don't even remember who it was, but it was, like, one of those, like, my parents knew him, so the whole family had to go kind of thing, and my brother James dared me to spit on a headstone, because he said it would, it would like, give you, like, ten years of bad luck, and a ghost would follow you home and all this crap, and I was like, no, whatever, dude, and I was always trying to impress him, so, like, spit a big hacker on some dude's headstone, and all this shit started happening after this, uh-huh. so... Um, just gonna try to look at my notes here. Um, one of the, the big one of the big stories that I remember was my mom would always uh, she would put on her makeup at the kitchen table every day before work, and I would get up early and I would sit there with her and I would draw or like do homework or whatever before you know my brothers and the rest of my family got up. And one of those glass covers that goes around a, a ceiling fan just like randomly fell it just came loose and fell and it shattered right in front of my face and threw glass all over my face luckily it barely cut me just a little bit but it was like it scared the shit out of me and uh, you know we couldn't figure out what happened it was just me and my mom were the only two awake and that thing just fell and just exploded you know Uh, the next thing that happened was my uh, I had a babysitter uh, who was literally my across the street neighbor her name was Lauren and uh she was Her whole family was Mormon. And uh, I remember we were watching the Summer Olympics, and it was like the mid-90s. I'm trying to remember what country it was in. But I remember vividly watching the Summer Olympics. and we heard this like loud popping sound. And uh, it was a, like a vase that just exploded and threw glass everywhere. And Lauren freaked out. And she told me that she was just going to go home because she was scared of ghosts. <laughs> so and, you know, she's Mormon or whatever. And I just had to sit there with my little brothers and just wait till so my parents got home and explain to them what happened. Or not, oh, yeah. my goodness. And this is, again, this is around the time my parents are getting divorced. I think my dad was, or, I don't know if he was there yet or if he had left yet or not. But um, as soon as he leaves, uh, we get this brand-new stepdad who informs us immediately that his house is haunted. This is in the same town. <laughs> so at his house, it wasn't that spooky. Like, the only thing that would really happen... Um, was just like lights would come off and on all the time. He had this big stereo that would come on all the time, really loud. And it only happened when you were by yourself too. Like if you're, if everyone was in the house, like nothing would happen. But if it was just me or like my brother, Nick, and my mom, like we'd see crap all the time. And the, the kitchen was always really weird. Like if you were just standing in the kitchen, you just, just the air felt heavy. You felt like you are being watched. I uh, hated being in the kitchen. And, uh, the ultimate scariest thing that happened at that particular house, the other haunted house, was, I remember that, it was the night that the movie The Crow came out on VHS and I hadn't seen it yet. I was super stoked um, because I didn't get to see the theaters when I was a kid and I was in, like, middle school, I was in seventh grade or maybe sixth grade playing, like, football and I came home from a game just stinking. I didn't even take a shower because I
2: was super stoked to, like, (laughs) watch that movie. No time. Yeah, dude, dude, I was ready for that movie
0: and, um, my family being as awesome as they are, they already watched it without me. So and
2: they didn't go to my game, which I didn't even play, so it wasn't a big deal. They stayed
1: home to watch
2: yeah, it. Yeah, they literally did. I came home, my
1: mom picked me up and she was
0: like, Oh yeah, that crow movie's ready for you whenever you want to watch it. It was great. You should you're really gonna like it. And I was like, Let's watch it without it's awesome. So anyway, I think I just like I remember coming home being just like covered in like dirt and you know, sweat and being like, I don't care, I'm gonna watch this movie real quick. So, I watch it, and as soon as it's over, I fall asleep on the couch in the living room. Everyone else goes back to their rooms and they're asleep. <clears throat> so, the, uh, like I was saying, the TV would come off and on all the time, and it did. Like, I remember turning the TV off, turning everything off, and going to bed, and all of a sudden, bam, comes on, and I hear like the trailer for like the VHS like queuing up, and it was super loud. Um, scared the crap out of me, and I woke up, and I just kind of like laid there on the couch, and I, I had this weird feeling just to look over to my right. And sure enough, there was this like gliding rocking chair that like my mom always sat in. And for some reason I looked over and the gliding rocking chair started moving back and forth by itself, no one sitting in it. And there was a set of keys that my mom had left or someone had left just sitting on the chair. And the keys flew off the chair and landed on my pillow next to my face. And I have never moved so fast in my life. I, I, threw, I remember jumping off the couch like, jumping off and over the couch in one movement, my feet not touching the floor. Like, I swung over the top of the couch, and then I ran, beat on my mom's and my stepdad's door, and I was like, I was freaking out. My mom, like, came out, and she, like, told me that, you know, she was going to take, I think it was, like, 4.30 or 5 in the morning, like, the sun was about to come up and stuff, so she just was like, all right, let's just go, let's go, get in the car, and we, like, went and got donuts, I remember, and we just, like, sat and got those, like, first batch of daylight donuts or whatever was, you know, <laughs> that's in that's Oklahoma okay. at the time. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't, don't, don't take again. your mind yeah. all yeah. of it. and then she was like, you don't have to go back to that house, you know, crazy stuff happens there all the time. I mean, I think that was the craziest thing that had happened so far. So she took me back to my other house to stay, because we still had the other house um, from when my parents were still married, which, again, was also haunted. So I was just, I guess at least I was there and away from the other thing, but, but yeah, those were the two, like, the 200 houses I lived in, like, simultaneously when I was a kid, and I never saw a spectral form like what Eric was saying and what you were saying, and that's what I always wanted to see, so I could sort of, like, completely agree scientifically and say, okay, I saw it, it's the thing, I know. Everything that I have seen and experienced, I still don't know if I completely, 100% believe in ghosts.
2: Because you can, anything physical like that, you could boil down to someone fucking with you. Possible. Were they?
1: Maybe not. Well, I like, didn't no, see anyone fucking that like jump. Well, yeah. The area. I mean, that that I, was I, that was the
0: most like okay, maybe that's something. Yeah. But I still, I just want to see
2: his performance so
0: bad. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> and, it's and like see, it's like a life goal for me. Man.
2: See, like what I re- what I remember about what I believe, you know, seeing one was like I think you at least said sh- your sister saw a smile or could sense maybe. a smile. I got no physical features. I got a round thing on top of a long flowing dress. Okay, you know, and you yes, know, so poltergeist just
1: outline, kind of what I saw. The, yeah. The little the colored, yeah.
2: I saw what looked like a body shape, but yeah. I mean, I couldn't see hair or a face or any right. features. Um, I think it's poltergeist. The staircase. Isn't there like a woman in a dress, kind of? Looking entity that comes down at one point, and they, or that's like the first ghost they witness. Is that that movie? Yeah. And then
0: doesn't it change in some way?
2: Maybe, but I, I just remember like when I saw that. That's the closest thing I saw, except that probably had more de- definitive features. But um yeah, but like like Jeremy's saying, like I want to see a physical thing, but like mine was just like not as exciting as what you would want it to be. <laughs> if you're gonna see it, I want it to be cooler like see it's weird too mine was because,
1: just too like maybe I've seen a ghost movie before. But I was like six or seven. Yeah, me too. So it's like tough. I mean people could say, you know, you have something yeah, else, yeah. you can see the look of the scene. But I mean maybe but man, I don't know. I mean my sister saw the same thing. When we explained it I, I should have just I should've call her now. <laughs> mm. But uh yes, so speaking of like that like so this what I, I i talked to this person i won't i won't say her name because she was going through a lot of mental stress and real low spot in her life like she was in an abusive relationship and all that she was kind of stuck in that so one night she told me so she worked in pawnee which is like a native town like in mostly native American. And um, she thinks she had a encounter with this well, she she calls shapeshifter, skinwalker. Uh, I'm just gonna say no, like it's dark it's, medicine scares yeah, me,
0: especially being here in Oklahoma. Yeah. Right <laughs> in that town,
1: if you go to that town, there's an old Indian Native boarding school. There's a lot of Pawnee Bill's Ranch stuff like that tons of like old history there and that town is scary there's old the downtown is tiny but it's old scary buildings. and there's one building like on the corner and there's a window at the top of it and they someone had set like this old mannequin in there like in a headdress that Jeez. was there my entire life like yeah. it recently got taken down because of earthquakes down there like kind of shook that building apart but um so she was working at a nursing home that, that, that they have there which is full of its own stories i'm sure people die there people are it's real sad but uh it was so it's kind of out in the woods a little bit like not, not all. deep in the woods <laughs> but just right out of town it was a new facility and it was kind of you had a there's a drive like back into the wood before you got to the main road so anyway she was working there like Three to eleven shift, so it was nighttime when this occurred. So it's like, I don't, I think she just was an aide, so she took out trash and she did all everything basically. So when, she, so she, the first thing she said was she was taking the trash out, out to the, you know, bins or whatever, and she sees this little fox, which is not, that's nothing, you know, it's out in the woods, it's a fox. Right. And it kind of just stares at her, which is normal, and she just walks, keeps walking to the bin, and it gets closer and closer, and she, so close, she's like, uh. "That's not normal." Yeah, so she kind of like shoots it away with the trash bags, like, "Okay, get away from me!" Like, did that, threw it away, went back and said, "Look, oh, that's weird, like, you know, maybe it's rabid, maybe whatever." It's did it stop and go, "Chaos raids. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> So anyway, so she goes back in, this, so this facility has, like you walk straight in and there's a big glass wall just so that people can sit there and look outside at the trees. And it had two hallways off the side of that where the rooms were. And at the end of each hallway there's it was also glass just to let light in and you can see outside so the rest of her shift she she walks out she you know she's cleaning that lobby or whatever she sees that that fox out out that standing at that window just kind of you know looking in or whatever she's like oh there's that fox again whatever so and then she has to make her rounds to the rooms and she goes down the hallways and she sees the fox at the end of the hallway she's on on the side of the building and she She's like, it's just walking the building. Again, on the other side, on the opposite side, she sees the fox while she's down. So she works with this other Native woman that she's like, man, this fox is following me around. And she's like, the lady starts to freak out. She's like, you need to pray. Like, you need to pray. You need to do all this stuff, you know. And she's like, that's bad. Like, you know, that's not normal. And so immediately they think of these native tales and like you just grow up like that. And she's, and my sister kind of blew it off. Like, yeah, okay, you know, finish, finish her, sh- her shift. She's taking that lady home by giving her a ride home. So they're driving out the, the long driveway. And the Fox runs into view of the, like stops the car basically. And she got a good look at it then I guess it was kind of like in the dark or whatever. She got a good look because the lights are shining on it. She said that had a white stripe down its back, like a big, longer, like the hair was longer, White stripe all the way down its back, and two different colored eyes, which is uh, a lot of the time says that's a sure tell of like a shapeshifter.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And she said it was like green and red. was the color, right? So the lady starts freaking out. She's like, you got tobacco, tobacco, tobacco? And she's like, no, and she's well, like, hit the gas. Uh. And she's like, I think I got, she had cigarettes. And so they start breaking these cigarettes up. The lady's praying and they're like sprinkling tobacco everywhere. And then she's like, throw it out the windows. And they're throwing it out the windows. And they do that for a while. For, I mean, it's probably a minute or, you know, I don't know. But the, you know, finally that fox just runs off into the brush. So they drive off, and she never goes back to work. Still. Like, she's never went back because she's native, too, and she's just like, I'm not going back there because they say something really, really bad might happen if you see that or, like, it's kind of a curse. Some people say it's like a dark medicine man that can transform into this animal and they're there to either, I don't know. They can sense, she was in a bad spot too, so. Well, like,
2: is it, like, do you think it would make sense they would, like, hover around the nursing home? All the negative energy and, like, maybe,
1: I don't know, maybe. like, it's almost like a, I mean, There's a lot of native people in there too. Like,
2: now, these shapeshifters or skinwalkers, they only take animal form, is that correct? Or can so. they take people? Um, I've heard different,
1: I've, I've heard they can, I was, was going to say, people. you can well, get some
2: exorcist three shit going on. Well,
1: I've heard there. they can go into people too. But, uh, uh so she, she, what scared her, she knew, like after that was she would have dreams. She's with this guy said. She would have dreams of waking up and stabbing him in his sleep. Like she'd have dream, like reoccurring dreams. And she knew, you know, she she was kind of hesitant to even tell me that part because she was like, it makes me sound like I'm a psycho. Yeah. But this guy treated her so badly. And I mean, you wouldn't even think she's capable or something like that, but she would dream about that. So at the end of all this, she like, it kind of was a good thing because she gained courage to turn her life around, get out of that situation. And like, and she's doing fine now, but Yeah, so that would be so scary.
2: Um, I'm going to piggyback again off that story. Like, I grew up with Eric, so his family, you know, being Native American, I got to hear secondhand a lot of stories I probably never would have heard in my primarily white family. But uh, uh, there's, like he said, there's a lot of reservation and Indian land and Area we grew up in, so there's a funeral home in our town that was owned by the father of uh, that boy we went to school, high school with, and I remember hearing, I don't remember how old he was or when it happened, but he was telling me a story about that his dad told him about a Native American, like an elder man who died, and maybe six or seven of the family members were there and they were kind of like acting weird about him preserving the body and stuff. And at one point they finally said, hey, he was about to like cut the clothes off and get some of that started, but they requested he not do that. He was like, I have to, like you can't just take the clothes off of a dead body once rigor mortis sets in and they're stiff. And they're like, well, give us a few minutes and let us, you know, Let us go say our goodbyes and, and, you know, just don't cut them yet. So he said they, he was giving them space, and they went in, and he noticed that they circled around, like, holding hands and were, like, chanting or praying of some sort. And he said that they kind of walked in and, like, rushed him in there and was like, can you take the clothes off now and see if you're able to do it? And he said that when he went in there, he touched the body and started trying to get, like, the shirt off. And it was just regular, like cooperative, not stiff body, like it was still alive. And he said it weirded them out, but he wanted to honor the family's wishes and did everything pretty quick and soon after he was able to do that and get the proper clothes on that they wanted, it stiffened up again. Like, I true from all the stuff Eric's told me, other other Native American people have told me, like, that's the if you want to call that paranormal or supernatural that's the spiritual stuff that I would straight up believe in and never doubt like and some of it sounds far-fetched like little people and stuff like but I'm too scared
1: to doubt it <laughs> I don't want to like well it's all from the it's like based on energy from the earth so whatever you think about that it's like it's not like coming from heaven like, I think the yeah, it's uh, like uh, it's maybe, like ley lines I guess
0: uh, the I Skinwalker could... Ranch thing we were talking about before we started recording that's supposed to be one of the biggest like crossroads for that energy and like ley lines overlapping Jeez. that's why it's such a hot spot yeah
2: like to me like of all cultures and, and groups of people with their folklore they seem the most honest and noble out of all of them I don't picture them just making up bullshit stories like, I guess in a weird way that's what I'm trying to say so that just makes me take it much more seriously. But uh, yeah, that's it, I'll hand it back over to Jeremy. I'm sure he's got an old well, line over there. I, I was gonna
0: dovetail off what you said. and <clears throat> Eric said, my granny Creek, and she would tell us, we learned about staginis and skinwalkers and things like that. And um, one of the things uh, she told us when we were kids, I've never gotten anyone else to confirm what the hell this is. I think she made it up, but it was this thing called bloody bones. And she would tell us if we didn't go to sleep, Bloody Bones is gonna come get us, and I guess he was like this skeleton that's all bloody that just comes and gets you. <laughs> and like, like, I've asked all bulb, my- Like sounds of bones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I've asked so many of my friends who are uh, native and are from different tribes, and I'm like, have you ever heard of Bloody Bones? Because I'll be like, have you heard of Stigini? So like, yep. Heard of little people? Yep. Heard of shadow people? Yep. Heard of skinwalkers? Yep. Bloody Bones? so like, nope. So I think my grannies made that shit up, dude. I've never, heard, I've never found anyone that can confirm that story, so. Um, maybe somebody will hear this I, and, and uh, get back to me on that. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> always wanted to know
2: if that was real. I know the uh, term stagini, but what is there another name for that? Like it's a skinwalker, essentially. Okay. I, I think Stegini's
0: are more owl based. So, or that's what my granny said. It was more. It's always an yeah, owl. I was, yeah.
1: was thinking maybe if, it was because uh, yeah, owls. Like I used to be, so, still kind of scared of them. But growing up, yeah, like my parents were and grandma was so like don't get you see an owl. Either go pray. Or, you know, someone's going to get sick. Or, yeah, oh, I've I heard, I read that it was, straight up means someone
2: died or like, someone
1: died, yeah.
0: She said that um the the version I got which could be also, Granny could have been editing and making up her own shit, but she said that the owl, the sigini whenever it changed from form to form it had to vomit up its insides and it would leave a pile of guts mm-hmm. or like bones and guts from its human form. And then when the owl wants to transform back into a human, it has to return to that gut pile and eat it. And and inversely, if it's an owl turning back into a person or whatever, it would, you know, spit up its owl organs or whatever. And you, if you found a pile of guts out in the woods, that meant a was out there. And if you destroyed the pile of guts and bones, then that would the, the stegini would be stuck like that. Or something, but she yeah, wrote a screenplay, man, yeah that she's is, awesome. Yeah, we're, it's we're a wonder good. why I spent my whole life watching war movies. And funnily enough, she's one of the people that got me into war movies, and I was way too young, so she's probably just trying to scare us and spice up some of those old, uh, yeah, those we, old like,
2: yeah. uh, like legends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's the does the deer lady qualify as a skinwalker? Okay. That shit scared the fuck out of me when I first heard about that. I used to always think I was gonna see, always driving on the so highways the country and stuff. Like, like picture that scene like at the beginning of extro when the alien runs <laughs> out past in the the dark
1: gravel road. That's yeah. That's that's what, that's I, always that's think. what I picture <laughs> happening with a deer lady.
0: Do you guys remember on the early internet how people passed that that clip around yeah. saying it was like real alien footage? Yeah. You, oh my god! I was like, that's oh, an extro. If you see like it, a, it looks any great. Though, any so. of this
2: like scariest like <laughs> scariest uh clips ever caught on camera that's always on there yeah. people still do it it looks awesome it is isn't great are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic have you or any of your family ever seen a spook specter or ghost if the answer is yes then don't wait another minute pick up your phone and call the professionals all right i think for now we're gonna jump into uh some true events that us three experienced, uh, Jeremy, Eric, and I. Uh, we lived with our friend Jeff, who invited us to live with him in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, what we uh, recently dubbed the second-to-last house on the left. Um, <laughs> it was just in a cul-de-sac. Also, um, wasn't
0: the street actually
2: Elm Street, too? Like I remember, was, our, I remember our address was, was, was
0: like 100-and-something yeah. like, like Elm Street. Uh, or, like, 91st Elm and Elm, I believe.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, but Yeah, uh, we have some... Interesting stories. I might actually have the least, unfortunately, but we all definitely had some experiences, but we all had our own rooms, so I guess I got the, the lucky straw on that, on that one. Um, yeah, yeah. But I still experienced <laughs> shit from their rooms flooding into the rest of the house, so I wasn't.
1: I think it was all from Jeremy's
2: room, actually. Jeremy brought them Henrietta fucking demons. With but, uh, Maybe. But, yeah, Jeremy definitely has to leave this. Uh, part of the pot
0: okay the, the way I remember this all and if I leave out details you guys you know definitely fill it in because I, I think we can all put it together like one big puzzle but I remember the first day moving in it was just me and Eric and I had never set foot in that house I don't think until we moved in yeah. and uh, Jeff was gone at work that day the guy that actually like owned the house or was renting or whatever and uh, so me and Eric are moving boxes up into my what was gonna be my room and we like walked in, and we noticed like there was a crawl space uh, entry in my room, and it was about uh, I don't know what you say like three feet by two. Yeah, it
1: was like half a door almost. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it had this carving in the door that was the, like the entire like length and width of the door. And it was like a, the, a lightning bolt for some reason, and it looked like this the, the lightning bolt on the the front of the band named Slayer, like in their um, logo. so we called it the slayer door and uh (laughs) i remember uh i want to tell i'm trying to remember this order so i remember we were joking around about the slayer door and like we were just you know making up stories about the house being haunted or whatever and just kind of laughing about it we're you know we're moving boxes upstairs one by one and i made the comment to eric i was like oh yeah this would be awesome if we lived in one of those like hellraiser houses that like one of us scratches our arm or like gets cut while we're moving all this stuff and it drops you know blood droplet gets on the wall or on the floor you know resurrects some kind of ghost or demon or something like frank and hellraiser you know i was reborn through the blood and it's immediately when i said that eric was like he was like dude and i felt like a wetness on my nostril and i was i had a crazy nosebleed like out of nowhere after I made that Immediately. comment, uh-huh. and I never like really just get nosebleeds ever. And uh, so we both like kind of got creeped out, but I remember just laugh- we both laughed about it too. And I <laughs> yeah, just- I was like, "Oh my just- god, yeah. the coolest thing ever." So I remember I, w- I went and cleaned up my nose and stuff, and then we kept moving for the rest of the day. It was still pretty like I think there were more people there. Were there? I feel like there were more people there. Like it, was it was just like so
1: my, stairs. I'm or wanting. I don't remember because I've heard other people tell the story, and I- they'll say. Um, they're like, well, Eric turned white almost, like, when I saw the blood or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. I th- like,
2: think. Yeah.
0: I can't remember. I just remember, like, I remember seeing your face, and I remember yeah. putting the boxes up against the Slayer door, because we I was trying to make room to get all my crap in there. And, um, I also remember coming back upstairs later that day, and where I put those boxes up against the Slayer door, like, a couple of the boxes fell over. The door wasn't, like, pushed open or anything, but just, they just fell down, and I, you know, yeah. also chalked that up to,
2: hey, it could have been something... Spooky happening up there in my room, but dude, I, my the second you started talking about that crawl space, my first impression when I saw it—I'm sure it was later that day—I don't think I was there at that moment. Um, it just looks exactly like what you would picture when you're hearing like a story of like children being slaves, like hidden away, kidnapped. Like that is what I picture. Yeah, to Tell them teen.
1: the details of what was in that. I don't remember a lot. It's his
2: room. He knows. I'll know it when I I hear it. Because it was,
1: like you said, it was like the perfect scenario for like something bad to happen. Like you would just expect like
2: a chain handcuff to be like left in there behind. Just teeth. (laughs) Finger marks. child child teeth and some hair. bloody Finger marks? Broken doll.
0: No, I remember opening that door. just to look inside and be like, you know, to see if I could store stuff in there. And there was a tiny chair, like for a child, like the kind of chairs you see in like an elementary school that are made for Uh. small children. It was like a small wooden chair and there was paper all over the ground, I remember. And uh, it looked like there was like letters on it. So I kind of picked it up and put it together as best I could to see what it was. And it was a, like a college paper, like, or I don't know, maybe it was high school, but someone had written a paper about atheism. And, and, and someone had like, I guess, torn it up and left it up there for us to find. <laughs> uh, and and um, another... Th- Weren't there like Bible like coloring pages or something? Yeah. There? Like Christian coloring yep. book pages? And that was the next thing. I was I was going to say that. And there was also on the inside of that, of that um, where the Slayer door was, on the inside of that room, there was... Um, and also on the window in my bedroom, there were these old stickers that looked like they were from the 70s or something. And they were like Christian um, like, like positivity stickers where they're just like, you know, smile, Jesus is watching you or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and Jesus is a rainbow in your heart and all that crap. And downstairs there was another one of those and it was inside that closet that was underneath the staircase, which I always refer to it as the Harry Potter room because it was just like, you know, where Harry Potter has Mm -hmm. to sleep or whatever. But like, it was, the sticker was placed at like eye level where a child would see it if they were sitting down in a small chair and looking at the door and I remember that didn't it have like a lock on the door too on the outside or something oh yeah I remember being like why why was there a lock on this like essentially what's a, a closet for like uh-huh. you know like a, right. a vacuum and you know a duster or something uh, so yeah those, those weird Christian stickers were all over the insides of like that closet door, and then the,
1: the upstairs in the slayer room, too. I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty suspect. Right. Like, okay, you read these while we lock you in this closet yeah. because yeah. you've sinned or yeah. whatever. And that's like a breeding ground for bad things, you know, uh-huh. especially in movies. Like, yeah. But, you know, especially like Christian people, they can be very... Abusive yeah. towards oh, children, yeah. growing up uh, like that. There's a uh,
2: thousands of years of history that will prove that. <laughs> I yeah. say there's a lot of uh, a high probability that that child grown up to uh, cut people to pieces and bury
1: them in their basement. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that was the biggest thing I remember is that because, like, physical. I- To me, it's like, okay, well, that's physically, like, making somebody bleed here. Yeah. Whatever it is. That was day one. (laughs) Yeah, whatever it is. Like,
2: what are the Vegas odds on that happening?
0: And I remember we told, I remember we told Jeff later that night when he came home from work, like, we told him that whole story about me getting the nosebleed and all the slayer door, and then Jeff, like nonchalantly, was like, Oh, yeah, sometimes I see like dark figures just walking around upstairs, you know, whenever I come home from work or when I, you know, come home from the bar. And I, I was just like, What? Why didn't you tell anybody? Yeah, like, like you like, never ever once I, mentioned that
1: to us well, the whole time. That's what's funny about that is I don't know if you guys ever heard them, but when no one was home, if you're downstairs, you could hear people walking around always. upstairs. Always. That's my main memory of that always. house. Always walking around
2: upstairs. I would always get home. I got oftentimes i'd get home earlier i got off work before people i think i got off at like five maybe eric got off at seven or something on certain days and i'd be laying down there and just like assuming eric was home like i would hear what sounded like above me would be his room and i'm like oh eric's home earlier eric's you know off today and then eric would come home like an hour later i was like what the fuck like i was like you were just upstairs like like zero doubt in my mind someone was walking around in his room like that freaks me out never heard voices or anything but never like heard voices. yeah never just, heard you can tell people are going to be listening thinking we're making shit up and we're crazy but old house noises don't sound like footsteps no. well they aren't the same so
1: like he said we were joking around and so I was pretty ex- kind of excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was actually stoked on it. Like, I wasn't afraid, but and, I, I just wanted to see a spectral form of yeah. earlier. Like, and I remember that Slayer door, wouldn't it, like, pop open one every once in yeah. a while?
0: Yeah, it would always, like, I would come in my room and it would just be halfway open. And I would assume, I had assumed that, like, maybe somebody was showing somebody. Because we yeah. just left it how it was. I remember I didn't put anything in there. We just <laughs> left all the, the papers and the weird Bible there and the little child's chair just sitting exactly where it was. I was like... I also didn't want to get my fingerprints on. It's probably for a fucking crime scene. Oh, anymore. right. Um, <clears throat> like a cold case file. But, but yeah, would, that door would be open all the time. I would come in my room and just be halfway open. And the, the carpet in my room was shag carpet, so it was real thick. Oh. And I remember you, it was kind of hard to pull yeah. that door open. Yeah. And also to open the door to my room, you had to really kind
1: of push on it to get through it. Yeah, because um, the bathroom door was like right at the top of the stairs. And um, it would always be open, too. So I would, I legit, like, I experimented with these ghosts, like, on purpose. Because I was like, I'm, I need to make something where I can prove this to myself, at least. So I would shut that door and make sure it was shut. Like, there was no open, 100% shut. Like, clicked and everything. And go downstairs or whatever. No one would be home. Do whatever, hang out and come back to look, and it would be open. And I did that three separate times. It did it every time. And I did it every <laughs> time. On three different days. So I was like, I was trying to prove, like, yeah, man, there's something happening in there. Maybe the ghost
0: is, is one of those dads that likes to shit the door
2: open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a... It's a pretty hard flex for a ghost. Do you have more written down? Yeah, I got, okay. I got a lot more. I was about to ask you about one, but I'm, I'm hoping you'll see one it that I,
0: I hope you guys remember. I know at least... I know for certain, rocket mammals with me on this one, and it was in my room. I'm pretty sure one of you guys were there, if not both. we were gonna watch some movie in my room. It was like some something really gnarly, like where we'd all get together, like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be some really nasty shit." And I, you know, I found something that was just super crazy. So we're all get in my room, and I had this like TV stand, and it was just a real cheap, like you know, probably from like a like Walmart or something or Target, and it had a glass front. There, you had to like press and it would open so you could like get to the DVD I know player. What you're so, about the magnetic, yeah. Things. And then we were just sitting there watching a the movie, and we we're all laughing and talking shit. And then the, the glass just shattered on that. Do you guys remember that? I remember that, yeah. It went everywhere. And yeah. again, the shag carpet thing it, it really sucked because all that glass went down the shag carpet and I could not clean it out. Like, I would, I would go over it over with a vacuum. I'd, I'd still find it, like, you know, week after week, yeah. little pieces of glass. Yeah, it just exploded. And I remember we just laughed. We were like, "Ha ha!" We just kept watching the movie. <laughs> like, it was just a pain to clean up, but yeah. Okay, those, I'm glad you guys those, remember that. Those, I do.
1: Yeah, I actually I didn't rem- know where you're going, but I remember that. I remember something breaking. They're trying to get your blood. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I yeah. Uh,
0: the other Rocket Man thing was uh, the time when uh, I came downstairs. Oh, yeah. Just randomly in you know this is kind of dangerous. Like, have you guys mentioned more Rocky Man on no. podcast? Well, <laughs> for people who don't know, he's just he was one of our old buddies and he, you know, he used to help hang out with us and you know, we we got a lot of Rocky Man stories. Yeah, he's wild. Um, but he was sleeping on our couch downstairs, and I had just recently purchased this like it was just a stupid, like, goat uh, statue that held a candle. Like, I like it. And it looked super metal. And I, I remember I bought it from the thrift store next yeah, to our cool. house and I was like this is awesome. It was a dollar. But it was like a, just a, a goat and it you know look again look super metal and you just could place a candle in the middle of it. So like, alright, so we left the living room so it just looked awesome. And we would you know we'd light it, light the candle once in a while, but I mean a lot of times it just wasn't ever lit. You know, just just sitting there with the candle in it. Well I came home or came stairs and Rocket Man was asleep on the couch and there was just like a I swear the flames on that thing were, it was like a foot tall maybe like from just this little candle and it was starting to like the, I guess the wax had overflowed and it was starting to catch on fire and it was going across the top of the table which luckily was glass and again I, I can't remember if we had shag carpet downstairs or not either way it was carpeted carpet, yeah. so uh, if any of that would have spilled over it would have you know Set that whole house on fire, and especially, you know, lit Rocket Man's house on fire. Yeah, but yeah, I remember just seeing him sleeping and seeing that flame, and like just it was, it was inching over, about to come off the top of the the uh, coffee table. And I ran into the kitchen and uh, used my Boy Scout knowledge because uh, <laughs> I knew it was an oil based fire. So I went and I grabbed a it was I think it was like a pitcher or something, but it was metal, and I put it over the top to smother it out. And luckily, it did. And Rocket Man woke up just as I was doing that, and he was freaking out, and he saw a little bit of it. But, yeah, that was a, a totally random thing, and, like, pretty sure it has something to do with ghosts. Well, That's it's t-
1: weird, because
0: why would the wax burn like that? I don't... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and... And the flame was really tall. Yeah. I remember seeing it. It, it looked like um, like when you take a lighter and you, like, break the, uh, the piece off on the inside so it has a really tall flame. Mm-hmm. It oh, looked like, like that. It crack, was, crack lighter. See, crack lighter, yeah.
2: <laughs> see, like throughout at least movie history that's like a sign of paranormal like like I
1: the, the candle like the candles right yeah they get real good flames even the, it wasn't even the holder because it wasn't like ceramic or yeah, yeah it was like, like some kind of there's
2: yeah, no logical reason a yeah. flame
1: would grow and then it was like on glass so there's nothing technically that should be flammable size mm. of wick
0: Career. One thing I also remembered, and I, I've always been curious if you guys do too, was I remember coming home from a show or something late at night, and all the cabinets and uh, drawers in the kitchen were pulled out, and they were all like, like straight,
2: like. Perfectly, happen, do you, yeah. do you know, and right? that would happen a lot? Okay, actually. so I saw it like once. Yeah. And, See, I was and thinking about, like, that was y'all. I okay. thought that was y'all fucking around. No, I thought, was, it was Jeff. Was, I thought it was yeah. Jeff. I thought, yeah, and I thought See, it was someone was else lazy. too. But. He would well, he would also write us off on all this stuff. Like Jeremy mentioned earlier, he didn't really take it seriously. Yeah. So I thought maybe he was like pranking us, but I've I've seen that. I just thought he would
1: go around and open it, get stuff out, just leave it open. You know? But like, it was everyone. I remember. Yeah, like it would no, be yeah. all of them
0: pulled out. Like especially the uh, the drawers, they'd all be pulled out. Like take a ruler and line them up and it'd be perfectly straight and yeah i only saw that like once
2: though i i know this isn't a couple times this isn't paranormal but i want to mention it so jeremy can tell the story because it's one of my favorite stories about that house um it kind of could be paranormal uh if you're looking at it from his dad's point of view yes please tell the story of jeff uh lancing his ears to stretch them (laughs) <laughs> What's oh, the name oh, of it that involves my dad? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: So our old roommate that that owned or was renting that, that haunted house in BA um, on Elm Street, he was really into body modification, and you know every week it seemed like he was doing something new, and he would just let a lot of times the the piercers just make shit up sometimes. And uh, the I remember this particular time. I, this is before we lived with them, too. We had our own apartment. This happened at our apartment. Mm-hmm. I think we were about to move in with them. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, Jeff, like, let this body uh, modification expert, like, do a... Um, wasn't it, like, a, a Labre? But it was, like, scalped. scalpel. Yeah, they, like, lanced it. Yeah. But, like, he just took a scalpel and cut out the front of his, like, underneath his lip, you know, like, you know, where a Labre would be. And... He stretched that. And it, yeah, and then he like put a spacer in it, and it bled and bled and bled. And he wanted to stay the night at our house, I remember, and sleep on our couch. And the next day, my dad was coming over to pick me up for something. I can't remember what it was, but um,
2: let's just point out he
0: didn't show up very often. Yeah, so this, yeah. This yeah. <laughs> my, my dad, I think he only ever went to that apartment maybe once or twice. You'll hear why. <laughs> but um, so <laughs> he like. Since we all, I remember we, our door was always unlocked because we were always going in and out and there's always someone there, so most of the time the door was unlocked. And Jeff is still asleep on the couch. I had forgotten, or maybe we all forgot, I don't know, to give him a blanket. So he was sleeping on his back with his arms crossed, like, like literally like uh, Nosferatu or Dracula <laughs> style, just crisscross uh, you know, across his chest. My dad walks in the front door and startles Jeff awake who has caked blood all over his face from bleeding the whole night through. And it's, oh God, it's on his chest, yeah. It's, <laughs> up, it's on the couch, it's all over. And he sits up, like, sits up straight up with his arms crossed and blood all over his face. And my dad, who's, like, ex-military, he in the Navy for, like, 18 years, he, like, jumped back and, like, literally put his dukes up. <laughs> and then I walked around the corner, because I heard the, door, the front door open, and my dad said something to the effect of, like, Oh, was that a friend of yours? I thought it was fucking Count Dracula's like, <laughs> leave
2: undercoats.
1: If Jeff would have thought of it, he should have <laughs> went yeah. pissed out of him, it would have been. I, mean, <laughs> I just picture him raising up like the Undertaker. Like, is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how it looked. Is this yeah. if I remember right. Is
2: this the same incident? It very well might not be. Like you said, he did this shit often. Was this the ins uh, incident where he lost so much blood, he had to, he was vegan at the time, and he had to eat iron, like the doctor yeah, made I'm him eat sure. meat. Our, yeah, that was re- yeah, I think it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, oh, remember, yeah, I remember it yeah. yeah, 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 it was like a couple days, there was a, a funny story attached to that, though. And it was on a you broke edge on Ron's. Yes, and chili. we have a, <laughs> we have an absolute filthy, delicious, but just disturbingly unhealthy restaurant here called Ron's, and, uh, Chili. I mean, you can if you want to disrespect the shit out of yourself. If you're if you are angry at your body, that is where you think to go. No if they want to sponsor. No, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, dude, so it's good. Good. I disrespect myself there all the time willingly, but I'm yeah. saying like even when I'm not mad at myself. But that was the worst place he could have went for a big hearty beef meal after being vegan for probably years. Uh, but it made him really sick. But he got his iron. Yeah, that, yeah that's... I remember him bleeding for like yeah over twenty four hours straight, nonstop. Like it would never scab or
0: coagulate. And it's just like, dude, you you just so pale. He was already pale, but it was like now you're translucent, and I can see your bones and veins. So yeah, you go to the doctor. Jeez,
1: yeah. do you
2: do you have any more?
1: Um, I remember I, I was gonna say there's this short one you might remember. It was with me and you when we were in high school in Cushing. But we were like, we'd drive around these old, town, uh, country roads, like gravel roads. We'd always look for and some there was t-shirt. like, a cemetery out there. But there's a weird, remember the the native cemetery? A rock. You had a walk. It just had rock. Are you talking when it got knocked over? Well, there was one already knocked over when we got there. Okay. Yes, I know what you're talking about. I remember it well. And so it was like I'm scared. Pitch, yeah, it was like pitch black. It was like late at night. We we're driving around a bunch of teenagers probably four or five of us and some girls you know typical go to scary place out in the country and you're supposed to backfire and scare us though no (laughs) we were out there and i was like dude you guys do not you know disgrace this place it was a native there was like it was legit like rocks with names on it and stuff there's a couple headstones and or like bigger rocks you know but um we were just looking at the dates and stuff. It was kind of walking around. It was interesting. Yeah, it we was cool.
2: For the most part, we were being respectful yeah. and, like, curious. And then one
1: of our friends lost his plug out there, so we were all kind of looking around for that and doing whatever. There's a couple, We had a couple of dumb friends that didn't care about stuff. But out in the distance in the trees, and now, I don't know, I'm just going to... So we were out there, and we hear this scream. Yeah. sounded kind of like a woman scream, or like a li- not, it was off. It wasn't exactly a woman scream. We were like, what? It was like a yell, like yeah. something. It was like, it could have been a big cat, maybe. I, saw, I don't know. I heard it as a fucking warning. It sounded not like human. Yeah. And we kind of just stood there for a second, like, what? And then we heard it a second time, and the second time we heard Rant. we were like, But we just ran out of there, ran to the cars and left. But I remember that. I was thinking, but I was thinking, um, I was thinking a lot about that actually because the screaming, I heard like staginis will make a screaming sound or even shapeshifters will make like a screaming, almost a woman screaming sound. And... (laughs) Yeah, I had a bad
2: feeling there. I did not want to be there. Remember, we used to did you guys get, run into a, a really tall Herman Herman
0: Munster looking motherfucker? It was like sometimes, scared yeah, it's
2: better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what. It, we used that's to exactly
1: s- what it felt like out there. Yeah, and we used to take Very pictures, like, similar, just to try to capture like Weird. orbs. Oh. Yeah, we try to capture orbs. Remember the ghost in your old house that your mom used to see? Oh god! I oh dude, it I blocked it out because I remember going to your house for the first it's time and walking into your bedroom. Same, I had the same experience at his house that, the that very bedroom, first time. That hallway, dude. that bedroom was
2: Una- Oh amazing. I got goosebumps. That's crazy. I just literally got. I didn't goosebumps. know that happened to you
0: too because the first time Trot took me to visit like oh, his parents' yeah. house, I walked in the back room. Like I just went to Trot's room or whatever, right. and I like immediately like froze because it nice. just felt dark, uneasy. Yeah, like, dude, and then like. I told you about it, and then you're, you know, you said something about your mom saying that she had seen one high some figures or something like that, or Dude, a dead relative that came around the house or something. I forgot about that until you said that.
2: Like, I yeah, know. I hated that room. I, I, never, like, I moved there when I was ten. I slept in that room. I don't even. I could probably count on one, two hands how many times I was willing to sleep in that room. I hated, hated it. I was scared for no good reason. Like. Literally what you're saying. Like I walk
1: in there and feel uneasy. I never never one vivid dizzy almost like one
2: vivid memory I always have of that house is I would sleep on the couch and I'd watch T V. Like I felt safe doing that. Probably watched a lot of good movies doing that. But um I mean sometimes like my dad would hang out and watch movies with me late, so like I was safe out there. I never yeah. had a bad feeling. Yeah,
0: it was just your room. Yeah. The rest of your house was fine. Yeah, that, for some reason, walking in that room, I felt like the weight of the room was like, yeah. oh, God. I just <laughs> always,
2: I always felt watched. I never liked the feeling of the backyard being right there. I don't know. I just, something about that room really, I, I 100% know what you're talking about. But um, I, I would lay in the living room sometimes, and if, yeah, if, I was, if I was by myself, it was quiet, or the TV wasn't on very loud. I would hear what sounded like my radio, like where it was just out of earshot of knowing like what song it was. Like you're like, that's a song, but I don't know what song. Yeah. And I, I remember looking into it. There's a there's a term for it. It's like a paranormal thing where there's some sort of audible sound happening, and then when you go back there, there's no radio on. Yeah. But when you come back and you're like, I hear a song, like it just feels like something is happening in that room that isn't really happening it's like a phenomenon that's a lot of people experience but i i've only had that happen regularly at that house but to eric's point my mom ooh, well i was probably 16 yeah not too sit, long before right, we moved out BMX and stuff. yeah 15 16 she was just she would sit on her computer a lot um which is odd because i wanted the computer badly she never did we finally got one, and then she became obsessed with it. Did genealogy shit for all the time.
1: But anyway, and she used to be a lot of bread, Yeah, <laughs> she was. She was American oh, Pickers really?
2: long before American Pickers. I remember her and my sister like made purposes? hundreds of dollars in one garage sale. But um, <laughs> they would, uh, or she was looking at her computer, and there was a window just to the right, like literally like a foot away from where you're sitting, looking into the backyard, and. My dad and I were in the living room. Like, we were right there, watching TV, facing the other direction. And she goes, hey. And we're like, what? Casual as can be. Like, she's the fucking Terminator. <laughs> like, fearless. Because
1: we'd go and she'd tell, come and tell us, and we'd go and ask her the next yeah. day. Yeah. And it was so casual. Yeah. But she was like, yeah, um, I just saw a guy in the backyard. And we're like, what?
2: And she was like, yeah. He's just standing there looking way toward the back fence just standing there and then he was gone like what are you saying she was like i I guess i was a ghost (laughs) that's not that's not done yet i know what he's thinking about then probably a few weeks later and at this point my dad and i ran to the window like jeremy said i want to see this right even though you're scared to death your instinct is to try to see it before it's gone it was already gone and she said it was like a tall guy in black you know whatever um i think she said maybe something about a hat but maybe a week or two later no lie really close to the same time she said we heard her get up and go into the kitchen toward the dreaded hallway they were talking about earlier and we just hear like the footsteps stop before she could have got to the bathroom so it didn't make sense why they would stop there and then we just hear like like, guys, or, like, 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 just kind of like a little bit fearful voice. When we go in there, we don't see anything, but she was like, he was here again. And she said, this time she saw the smoky figure much closer. Like, in the house? Yes. In that hallway you were talking about. And she said that all she remembered was he was, like, divided, like, in two halves. Like, she saw light from the hallway coming through the middle, but the two shapes were a human man form, all black, of course, no features. <laughs> and she said that, you know, I, I'm wanting to say I remember them talking to some psychic that our family knew from California before we moved or some lady that believed she was psychic. And She was chalking it up to more than likely the whole, like, something, like, he was supposed to meet someone there, because she said the way he was looking looked like he was waiting yeah. on something, and they were just uh, under the assumption he died before he met someone, and that's where he thought he, he was supposed to be. Saw the fucking half. That part <laughs> doesn't make sense, but that's I mean when you think about it, it's just, if it's energy like people theorize like. Uh, yeah, he but that, completely. but that, this, because he was sick. Yeah. That sounds dumb to someone else, like hearing the story. But when you, think it sounds about terrifying it, in my no, in you, my mind. Bro. When you think about it, why would my mom tell it that way? Unless that's no. how she no, saw it. No, it, it, it it it's so it's such a weird
0: detail that yeah. it's like, yeah, it's not the normal thing you always hear. You know what I mean? So it's it actually it it lands a little more. She wasn't to creative
2: it. like as far as like writing spooky tales or anything. She never. Never told me ghost stories before that. Never tried to scare me, never like your your grandma or whoever you were saying. So like this shit just happened and then it just never happened again. Like it was just such an isolated incident and I just that I was done. I was already done with that house but that like uh, it was like escaping the haunted <laughs> you know. You know
1: <laughs> yeah. You stayed at my house all summer.
2: <laughs> yeah I would stay there and I uh, I didn't think of it at the time, but subconsciously, that's probably why. Like, I would go check in during the day, eat with them. But yeah, I hated that house. Yeah, I remember, my dad still lives there. I like to visit. I don't like to go back there. I go to the bathroom in that hallway. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm a I remember feeling that
0: vibe in your room, and like the, you know, the the, the 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 first thing was like the sort of just the weight of the room and everything, mm-hmm. and just looking around your room, I could tell that you weren't like sleeping in there or like you weren't live, you know what I mean? It looked like you were going in there and getting out as quick as you could. And I could tell just by walking in there one time. Oh,
2: I would go in there and listen to music. Sometimes I had a stereo in there yeah. with my CDs, but it didn't look like a normal
0: room where everything's oh. like, Mm-mm. you know, like kind of lived in. Dude, it I, I like- never even brought a
2: TV in there. I yeah. didn't want to sit in there long enough to watch a 30 minute TV show. Never, never wanted one because never wanted to be in that room. So I was the weird kid through high school that never had a TV in his room. Way to end on a fucking bummer for me I'm scared now
0: (laughs) thing that we all told ourselves Was since we were kind of younger And kind of living like crazy Early, you know, dudes in their early 20s I feel like Like we kind of maybe scared the ghost away Because it kind of just, all that stuff stopped happening I remember like after a few months So welcoming (laughs) Yeah, it's like we were always listening to like metal And like all we did was like, watch like, horror we movies. We watched horror movies nonstop. We had people over all the time. Bands were staying over all the time. And, like, oh. I, th- I just feel like the ghost just gave up because it couldn't th- effectively scare us right. to, like, the level that it would have taken to actually scare us because we're all, like, mm-hmm. full-grown adults. sliding down the stairs with cardboard It's pretty noisy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I remember that. I, I, I don't... I made think, it out the door. You don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. Obviously, you don't mention names, but I think we're leaving out a story... That was kind of funny. Where I think you had a girlfriend over, staying the night, and you were asleep or about to fall asleep. I don't know if you got woke up, but like Eric was saying, your door would open. Yeah. And I that think happened, I think he lot, thought like actually. one of us were like, yeah. like spying, like snooping in yeah, on them, like sleeping on <laughs> The thing that was weird
0: was we were all pretty good about because like, we all we all somehow all had girlfriends yeah, all but, like at all, all at the same time. Oh, that was weird. And they would stay over, and I remember being like. When I'd see the door kind of open, I'd be like, "Hey, hey, dudes, hey, I'm in here. Uh, I might not have
1: clothes on. Hey, man. hey." Uh, I remember because my room was right next to us, but I would be in my room with the door closed, and we could hear. I could hear. Over. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, unless you want to see my uh, my dingus, you might want to shut that door. But yeah, like that happened like a lot actually. And again, like I, the shag carpet in my room, I could hear it before it would happen. So I hear like the shag carpet opening up the door, and then like the door open. Yeah, that was uh, a happened a lot. It's a horny ghost. And man. we we also I remember like none of us were the kind of people that would just barge into someone's room. No, we I never. Did. So we would like knock first or like you know that was not we weren't like that. So it was it was uh, definitely probably a ghost trying to creep at my oh my dingus <laughs> or my girlfriend at the time. I don't know. Oh uh, gosh. Okay. yeah, I do remember that
1: though. Is there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> What's that sound? <laughs> Uh, I think it's a cat Jeremy, thanks for finally being on the show Oh
0: yeah, thanks, uh, it was awesome um, We'll
1: do it again We've got extra extra Halloween stuff coming uh, Yeah, special episodes to get you in the mood for Halloween mm-hmm. I, think we'll, I think we're
2: bringing him on for at least one of those yeah. He'll be back, gonna drop some of his movie knowledge He's yeah. the uh, resident Tulsa of uh, cinephile, film aficionado, historian, well he's our circles for sure.